0: Hi everybody and welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your weight loss coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life and your business, your health, fitness, mindset and body from where you are right now to where it is that you want to be. Today I want to talk to you about your appearance, first impressions, how confident you feel in the way that you look. Now I want to come at this from a couple of the angles. One of the the points here is your body shape obviously. One aspect is your face, your hair, your skin color. Another aspect is uh, body odor or perfume, excessive perfume or excessive aftershave or uh, you know, body spray or that kind of stuff. And then uh, another aspect is the way that you're dressed. And all of those things combined make a really big first impression. Your teeth is another one makes a really big first impression, your breath. All of those aspects are so critical when you meet somebody for the first time and they will immediately draw a conclusion as to whether they want to do business with you, whether they want to keep talking to you, whether they want to leave your presence immediately. And as superficial as some of these things may sound, we all judge people based on, oh wow, in a snap, just like that. You can say, oh, that person looks really professional, really great, whatever. For instance, if you're going to a business conference uh, where you're, you're learning new skills, sales techniques, learning from successful people, etc., and somebody comes up to you in a bikini or comes up to you in board shorts and no t-shirt, obviously you're going to have a different first impression of that person right, as if... Um, uh, you know, rather than if it was somebody that was dressed professionally in a suit or tie or professional attire that uh, a woman would wear. Do you know what I mean? So then, obviously, that's an extreme example. But I want you to have a think about yourself uh, right now and I want you to either stand in front of the mirror or imagine what you look like and go from the top down. Let's just say that you're, you're going to an event or you're meeting somebody for an important business opportunity, whether you might have a job and it's a promotion, it might be standing in front of a board of directors. If you own your own business, it might be new business partners or something like that. And think about how do you look from top to, to tail or to toe and are you satisfied with the way that you currently present yourself to the world? This is important because a lot of people that I work with really lack self-confidence because of... This is men and women. Because of the way that they look and take away the clothes because it doesn't matter what clothes you put on somebody. If they don't feel good in their own body, then they're not going to project that level of self-confidence that can come from somebody that is feeling really happy in their body and you know they're healthy and vibrant and energised, they're the people that are more likely to get the deal or get the promotion or put their best foot forward in a, a presentation as opposed to somebody that's feeling a little bit self, self-doubting because they're just lacking in those areas. I've worked with people before that have needed to lose quite a bit of weight and they tell me about how it impacts their career and they don't want to stand up in front of people and talk because they know that they'll be judged or they feel like they'll be judged. People may not be judging them, but they feel like it and therefore they're not as confident and they don't go for things as much as they would like to. And it's very true. It's very true. I mean, I guess I can provide my perspective from the other spectrum and that is, I'm short and I've always been short. I've always been one of the shortest in the room. I've been one of the the shortest at school, the shortest at uni, the shortest at work. And when everybody else around you is taller and you start to create these, I don't know, make-believe stories, if you like, about yourself, that you're not good enough. And we're just talking about height here, but you create other stories that, oh, well, they're more confident, uh, they're taller, they're better looking, they're smarter, they're, you know, more flamboyant. All of these things which may or may not be true, but you make them to be true for you and you make them very big and real. But the reality is you can have just as much confidence as anyone else. You can be smarter than everybody else. You can be the hardest working person in the room. You can bring a lot more value or different value to something than the person next to you can. We're all different. We all have different skills. And we all have great skills and great gifts. It's just that often we don't see them because we don't have the confidence to necessarily bring them out. There are other aspects to it as well. But today I'm just talking about the self-confidence and the way that you present yourself. So if I use myself as an example here... One of the, the things that, that I do is I can't get any taller, right? Now I dealt with a lot of mindset issues over the years to uh, you know, dump all that, that stuff that I had about my height. That doesn't matter. But one of the things that I knew that I needed to do was build myself confidence from the inside out. And that started by a bodybuilding type journey. I wanted to put more muscle on my body. I wanted to have a better looking body And what I'm working on right now, I've got six days to go to my best body ever. um, Sharpest looking six pack that I've ever had. And what I do every year is I focus on how can I make myself better? How can I look better? How can I be healthier? Uh, And it's just a, a favorite hobby of mine. I just keep working on health and wellness. and I've made it such a big part of my lifestyle and my job now, my business, that I will never stop because I know how much it fills me up. But what that does for me is know, knowing in myself that I'm living my best life. I've worked so hard this year to achieve what I've achieved. I feel good. I'm energized. I'm healthy. And I also do that so that other people can recognize that, wow, look what he's doing at his age. I mean, I don't consider myself, bad. I'm 53. Uh, but most people have given up by 40 on their health and wellness. And they just say, oh, well, I'm just going to coast in from here. But no, what if you could, you could bring forward your best body? And so that's what I do in terms of looking after my physical appearance, my physical body, making sure that my inner health is good and my outer health is good. And then that kind of radiates from you as well because you do have all this extra energy as well. And people see that and they can feel it and say, wow. What's he got? I want that for me. And then there's the other aspect, which it comes down to your personal grooming. Now, for many years, I struggled with my hair. Okay? I hated my hair. I have what they call, I don't know, this might be a more professional term for it, but I have a cowlick at the, the front of my, my hair, head, in the, the middle of it, uh, with my hair, which basically means, if you don't know what it is, uh, the the hair doesn't just come down straight, it's got like a, a curve in it. And I used to hate it because it would give me this weird looking fringe and um, I didn't know what to, how to style my hair and all that kind of stuff. So then I, in the 80s, I had it permed and I was like, oh my God, you look at those photos, what were you thinking? Uh, but it was a trend at the time. Now I just tend to cut it really short. I find that that suits my face and everything. So it's a, you know, making sure that you're well groomed with your hair so that, uh, again, people notice those things. And then when it comes to your face, if you're a man, I, I think a clean shaven look is, is more professional. But um, as some people like beards and moustaches and goatees and all that kind of stuff. I'm not really into that myself. Uh, but I just make sure that you're well-groomed. I think the long, scruffy beard and that kind of stuff, I'd, I just think you can do better than that and I know that all of this might sound superficial but I'm just giving you my tips on what it means to make that wow that big big first impression I think if you've got problems with your skin then maybe it's time to think about "Mm, what should I be doing about my skin me personally I've got my um, my ex-wife to think thank for this I never really use moisturizer on my face and uh, I just use a um, it's an oil of Olay product, uh, the, a moisturiser and a sunscreen that um, I put on my face uh, twice a day, in the morning and in the evening after a shower. And whether that's also a part of making my, me look a little bit younger or that kind of stuff, I don't know. You don't live life side by side. But um, I can get dry skin and it makes my skin feel good. It's not greasy. And again, I know that I'm looking after, after myself. And then, when it comes to my teeth, I used to hate my teeth. So this year, uh, I've still got my aligners on right now. I've got um, I think I've got two more weeks to go to finish my whole uh, Invisalign uh, program, and my teeth have completely changed. If I'm looking at them in the mirror right now, I went to the dentist, who's also um, an old client of mine, uh, because I was worried about my. Uh, my two front teeth and some of my bottom teeth Uh, but the beauty was in getting the Invisalign they do a whole map of your mouth it showed that I actually needed to change quite a few teeth like some of my back teeth weren't lining up they were in different angles and stuff so it has actually changed the, the shape of my jaw slightly we're talking millimeters here but millimeters can make a difference Right, So now I can smile with confidence because I know that my teeth look way better. They're straighter. Um, So again, uh, if that's something that has been troubling you, if you don't have uh, good teeth, if you're not happy with your teeth, then maybe it's time to get that done. This was the year that I said, you know, I've never been happy with my teeth. Now I'm 53 with braces. It's like, who would have thought you would ever do that? But they're Invisalign, you can't even see them. That's fantastic technology. Uh, and fairly painless, really. Uh, so the teeth is one. And then we get to the wardrobe. So there's all of that. Oh, OK, well, there's one more thing. So the body odour type stuff. Uh, now, I'm not, a, I'm not a smelly dude, uh, but I have experimented with different uh, deodorants over time. And I found one, well, I just used uh, Rexona. And I use the original um, scent, if you like. Uh, I use an antiperspirant as opposed to a deodorant because I find the deodorant just covers things up. I know this is, you know, why am I telling you so much information? Because maybe there's people listening to this that haven't even thought about this stuff before. The antiperspirant will, you know, stop you smelling and stuff. And I've tried uh, uh, natural ones without the aluminium in it and so forth. They just do not work for me and i'd rather take take the risk and uh not be all stinky and smelly and use the the one that i use um, i don't use aftershave unless i'm going out for an evening like if i was going out for a date or you know, with a partner or something like that uh, otherwise i don't use it like if i'm going to a business meeting or something like that i don't use it uh, why is that because i find that uh, whether it's perfumes and aftershaves there's probably thousands of them, right? It's a very unique flavour or scent that appeals to people. And chances are, if you're at a networking event and you're meeting people, chances are there's going to be some people that don't like what you're wearing, as in the the smell. So I just think it's better to play it safe, use a low-scent type of uh, antiperspirant, men and women, uh, if you women, if you like to, and men, if you like to use some sense on you, I would say don't use them at all, or use something very, very subtle. I have met with people in the past that it's been so overpowering that it's been, you know, it can give you a headache. And keep in mind there are some people that are allergic to things like Odie Cologne and that kind of stuff. It can send them into a, um, you know, a pretty horrible place. So. Um, I just think it's safer not to do it, and then it's not an issue. Uh, Then, let's talk about the clothing. So the clothing, when I go to a business event, I always wear a suit and tie. Uh, Women, whatever is professional business attire for you, and uh, you're comfortable with, go with that. I say, uh, for women, don't be too revealing, like cleavage-wise I'm talking about, or dresses too short, or that kind of stuff. Uh, I just think uh, be professional and uh, something that's appropriate for the event. Okay? Now, some specific advice for both men and women. Uh, for many years, I was wearing the wrong size shirt, the wrong fit shirt and shoes, and or not the wrong size shoes, but the wrong style of shoe and the wrong style and cut of a suit as well. So I used to wear like a medium sized shirt that's pretty much straight up and down if you were just, you know, holding the shirt up. And my suits were very similar. Now because I'm short, um, I'd always have to get the, the jackets and the pants and everything adjusted. And I would wear, you know, sort of rounded toed shoes. But what I decided to do was invest in a better look for myself. I thought, I I really don't have any skills in this area, whether it was, it was back in the day when I was um, getting back into the dating game many years ago, I'm over that, and I uh, looked up the, uh, for um, a professional, um, you know, what do they call them? I'll just say consultant, I forget what her exact title is, stylist, Uh, I met with her uh, she was a similar sort of age, maybe a little bit older, but I'd looked at some of her, her work online, purple that she 'd been working with, some, um, some men's styles that she 'd done. she worked with men and women, and I reached out to her and said, "Look, this is what I want to do. Um, not only do I want like some casual uh, attire, uh, but also I want some suits and So she took me to a place so I used shop at Oxford. Uh, which is a uh, you know, a chain here in Australia and we were, she took me in there, she took me to a couple of places but we went in there and uh, the very first outfit that I put on, uh, for, uh, suit wise, uh, was just completely changed me because she said, she said you're, you're shorter but she said you're quite athletic looking, you've got you know, big legs and chest and everything so we, we want to show that off. And um, she said, we need to go for these slim fit shirts. So I put on the shirt and the pants. And the first thing I noticed was the, the shirt followed the contours of my body. And yet it was tighter than I'd worn before, but it looks so much better. And then with the pants, they were a slim fit uh, pants. So going wider at the top, slimmer down towards the... Um, the foot. And she said, What that does, she said, and then let's try these shoes. And she put these shoes on, and they were the sort of longer, pointier shoes, not like super pointy, but you know what I mean, like a longer point. And she said, What this does is it elongates your leg. So she says, When you wear uh, sort of like just cut off, straight up and down uh, suit pants, she says, That makes you look shorter, It makes you look like you've got stumpier legs. So she said, with this, it not only looks a lot more smarter and suits your body because you can see your legs better and everything, um, with the longer toe, she says, it just elongates. And as, when I say that, I'm running my hand down. So you're, you, know, you, f- you follow the line of the body through the leg and it's a, a, you know, a better fitted pants and it follows right through to the toe. And it just gives this impression of a, a much smarter, Look, and it makes me look a little bit taller. And then with the jacket on there, and that's a slim fit jacket as well. So it's rather just, uh, you know, dropping from your shoulder straight down, it comes in at the waist. It's tapered in. And when it's buttoned up and you've got the tie on and everything, it looks like, wow, I've had so many compliments on the way that I dress professionally uh, that it really makes a big difference. And whenever I go to an event now, All my suits are tailored. They're all uh, slim fit. Uh, I've previously, the most amount of money that I would spend on a tie would probably be $35, $40 at a stretch. All my ties now are $100, $90 to $100, pure silk. I get lots of compliments on my ties as well. It just means that when you're networking with people, You look good, you feel good, you feel confident about the way that you look. That all you're doing is focusing on the conversation and getting the deal done and, you know, making networking, making better relationships and so forth. But you know that you feel good in the way that you're putting yourself forward in the world. So, all of those things, I know that there's a lot going on in there, but. The reason that I'm recording this for you today is just here over the weekend, they've announced that uh, some of the COVID restrictions are finally re- lifting from here. Now, we're the, the longest lockdown city in the world here in Melbourne, Australia. And there's an opportunity for me to uh, go to the US, depending on I need a few things to happen. I'm setting the details with my travel agent right now. And it's going to be a networking event. It'll be the first networking event that I've been to for a couple of years. Now, as we start to open up again, more and more of these opportunities are going to come about. And so we've been focusing on how we look on Zoom. And maybe some people just focus on the top because of what it is that they can can see. So you might be wearing shorts underneath, but you're wearing a suit and tie on the top. Uh, So now that we're going to get back into the the real world and being face-to-face... I just want you to run through a bit of a checklist. Yeah. Uh, should you be doing more with your health? Should be you be changing the shape of your body? Do you have some unwanted kilos to, le- to lose? Because now your suit or your clothes that you are wearing before don't actually fit properly. Or maybe they do fit, but you really feel like you'd like to be a size or two lower than you are. You just want a better look for yourself. So part of that is obviously the physical you, but then there's the inner health part of you as well. Maybe you want to make some changes there. Maybe you want more energy. Maybe you want the cleaner skin, the clearer skin, and you know that if you're putting crap into your body in terms of food, alcohol, sugary drinks, that kind of stuff, then it's going to come out of the pores of your skin. So maybe you're not living your best life in terms of the food and drink that you're having, and that's also leading to not the body that you want and so therefore, you're not putting your best foot forward. There's aspects of the, uh, you know, the energy getting into a better, healthier lifestyle as well. I have a huge number of people that come to me that say, I just want to live a sustainable, healthy lifestyle. Maybe they don't say it in those words, but that's essentially what they're meaning. They want a better lifestyle for their kids, for themselves, for each other and the, you know, their partners and stuff. I get that. It's really important. And then, I would strongly recommend this. If you're a guy or girl and you're like me and you had no idea about fashion, then I strongly suggest that you find a stylist that can physically go with you, pick the clothes, have you step outside your comfort zone, look in the mirror, have people look at you and see what it is that you're you looking like have them take photos of you and show you and say oh wow because i she put the clothes on me that i would never have taken off the shelf or the rack before colors styles that i never would have tried myself and she said would you be open to this and i said well yeah i'll try anything and even though in my mind i'm thinking i don't want to look at that and i put it on i'm like gee that looks way better than I thought I could look. Uh, so it's a, it's a fun experience, but I think if you are out there networking and you want to, to do better, then the impression that you make by the physical you is very, very important. So engage the services where needed in all those particular areas. Maybe it's your dentist, maybe it's the hairdresser, maybe it's your stylist, and maybe with your stylist you can try out what do you think of this scent? You know, is it too overpowering for you? What impression do you think that is leaving with people? These are people that work in this as a profession, so it's worth asking them, and uh, if you're like me... Aim for a few different scenarios like, okay, well, there's very few of us that have endless pits of money that we want to invest in our clothes and so forth. So you want to have clothes that you can mix and match and say, okay, well, I need something for professional. I need something for say evening and I want something for casual and here's my budget and what can you do? And that's what I did. I think I said I had about $1,200 to spend on top of what I was investing with her. And it was worthwhile. We did really well. And she, I said what I wanted to do was learn some techniques so that I could then go you know, back to this shop over time and, and find those things. And that's what I've done. She introduced me to the shop. And I always go to that one shop now to, to buy um, my clothes because... The styles are good, it's very cheap, uh, well, I shouldn't say it's very cheap, that makes me sound cheap, doesn't it? Uh, it's impossible to pay full price there. Uh, it's just really good quality. Uh, it's, it's cheap for the quality that you get. Um, so, yeah, you're not paying $1,000 for a suit. You're probably paying $500 and you can get two suits. Uh, but really, really awesome quality. Um, like I say, I always get compliments. Uh, So I think it's worth the investment in people, in coaching, because ultimately it comes back to a way more self-confident you. You know, don't buy a $25 pair of shoes if a $200 pair of shoes is going to make you feel amazing and you know that they're going to look fantastic on you. Because all of these things add up. Like if you wore an Armani suit with a target pair of shoes, people are going to notice. So make sure that you invest in yourself. With people and with the right clothing, appearance is so, so important. Alright, that's me out for today. You have a great day. Be safe wherever you are. If you want to connect with me, you can go to the thementaltoughnessandbodyshow.com and opt in for a free consultation. Love to start a conversation with you. Stay safe. See you tomorrow.